for the Lord and you want to thank him for his goodness and you want to thank him for his mercies, actually thank him. Actually open your mouth and thank him. Many times when we say thank God, our minds are just anywhere. One of the classic signs of a lack of thankfulness is depression. So when you find yourself depressed, it's God's way of saying you haven't said thank you. Because as you thank him, he lifts you over and above the issues that disturb you. So tonight, thank him. Thank him that even when you got up this morning, you were actually able to get up. I know people who have not been able to get up. Thank him that your body is all together. That in spite of whatever difficulty, you have been able to overcome. Thank him that you are an overcomer. Thank him because good things are happening in your life. Oh, give him praise. Give him praise. Give him give him praise tonight. Thank him. Thank him for his mercy. Thank him for his mercy. Thank him for his mercy. Thank him for his spirit. His spirit who guides us and leads us and is with us day in, day out. Thank you.
saying, Father, that we have left behind. So today we are going to take it. We are a chosen generation. Are you okay? Take your neighbor's temperature. Uh-huh. And tell your neighbor that I expect to see some better steps than these alomo bitters that you are giving me.
offering. Take your seat. Lift up an offering. Hallelujah. Lift it up. Let us pray. Thank you, Lord, tonight that you've given us an offering that we can place in the basket. I pray that as we give it tonight, Lord, let your heart be blessed and may we also be blessed. In Jesus' name, amen. While the offering is being taken, Anadra is singing a song about what I'll be sharing tonight.
ask your neighbor sitting by you, do you love me? It's not the time when the girl says that she loves you. It doesn't mean that you should go and start rapping her. It's not that kind of love we're talking about. Let me just straighten it now. If the brother says he loves you, it's not that kind of love he's talking about. Not right now. Right now. Uh-huh. Right now, we are just brethren. I think you can bring my volume down a little. The sound is very some way. We are just brethren together in the same place. And I'm saying, tell your sister or your brother that I love you. Do you know that we don't often say those words? We don't often say those words. Then when the person dies, we come and cry crocodile tears. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go with you. All kinds of... When the person is alive, you didn't say anything. Are you in the house? I was a student abroad when one of my favorite aunties died. And when the news reached me, I sat there and I was crying. And I said, I wonder if my aunt ever knew how much I loved her. From that day, I decided that I would tell people that I love you. I won't wait for you to die. So that's what? As you are even crying, the person cannot see. Or you don't get what I'm saying. Yeah. But tonight, that's not the love we're talking about. We're talking about a certain kind of love that the Bible calls greater love. Greater love. Now, if I tell you that God loves you, most of you will say, yes, it's true, I know. But the truth is that we don't really know. Do you know why I'm saying that we don't really know? I was going to look for some beloveds and ask them how they felt when they found out that the other person loved them. I should ask Nade. I should ask you. What was the feeling? Just give me a word, Noreta. What was the feeling? What was the feeling? Uh, Nade, give me a word. The feeling when you discovered that someone loved you. What was the feeling? It was what? You are happy. Okay. What was the feeling? Fast. 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 Don't waste my time. It's, Otherwise, pass the microphone. It's, it's what? I can't express it. Oh, Kai. Kai. Please bring my microphone. What was the feeling like? I felt special. You felt special. What was the feeling like? I was happy. You were happy. Okay. Who else is there? What did you think? What did you what did you think? Excited. You're excited. Excuse my left. What did you feel? Is it not amazing that most of the people who, who are who they are in front? Ask yourself out the back. Like some joy that you just can't explain. A joy you can't explain. That's it. My heart started beating fast. Your heart was beating fast. <laughs> I, I felt peace. Like behave peace. yourself. Behave yourself. I felt peace. You felt you know, peace. Yeah. Some people don't believe you are married, Okojo. This is your baby face. What I, did you I felt so good. You felt so I'm good. Very happy. Let me see whether there are any people here. Or oh, if they are really, I don't know. What did you feel? Just give me a word. What is the feeling? In inner peace. Inner peace. Oh, Junior. Ah. Inner peace. I was extremely happy. You're extremely happy. Have you noticed? Have you noticed? Have you noticed all the descriptions of people who found out that another person loved them? It had an effect. 
it had an effect. Some excitement. Somebody says inner peace. <laughs> Happiness. Joy. I mean, there was something. I could have gone on and asked them whether, what, how did that effect show itself? And you would find out that for some, they even began to dress properly. No, it's true. It had an effect. I mean, suddenly, some karma has come over something. Now I come, I come, I tuck in, comb your hair a little. I mean, something. Oh, but is it not true? Yeah. It has an effect on you. Hold on. Hold on. Now, you sleep well, you eat well, you begin to look fresh. Now, this is the effect of knowing that another human being loves you. The truth is that even our families, they love us. It's just that we have become so familiar. But you see that when something happens, when there's a near tragedy or something, and we are reminded of the love, it, it has an effect on us. Is it not true? Is it not true? I mean, all kinds of effects. Some people cannot eat. Some to their appetite and outcomes. I mean, it depends on you. Ask your neighbor, your type is what? <laughs> Some people are claiming they have never been in love before. May you experience it at the right time. The Bible says, don't awaken it before it's time. Hallelujah. But the point I'm trying to make is that even a fallible human being, somebody who makes mistakes, somebody who is inherently a very wicked person according to the Bible, it's God who has polished us all. Yeah. Hey. And saved man is a very wicked person. That's why a child does not need anybody to teach him how to be wicked. Have you seen children tormenting an animal before? They'll put the frog, they remove one leg and see how it will manage itself. They say, let's remove another leg. The cockroaches in the house, they're all in trouble. Yeah, inherent in us is a lot of wickedness. And even in us, even we know how to love. Some of you understand we are wicked. You are looking at me. The Bible says we are wicked. It says even we who are evil, when our children ask us for fish, do we give him a snake? So I think the Lord recognizes our wickedness. But the point I'm making is that even the love of a fallible, wicked human being is enough to have an influence on you. So if we really understood the greater love of God, the greater love, so it is greater than whatever love. Tonight we'll see a few of the loves it is greater than. What's the effect on you? What's the effect? That's why I'm saying that tonight don't be too known. Because when I said greater love, I saw some people settle a little. It's like, mm, okay. You know, it's settling in your chair. It's like Charlie, one of those things. Don't, 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 don't do that. If you are aware of the love of God, and you are really aware of the love of God, it will have a serious effect on you. Serious effect. Nobody can come and stand there and tell you that you, your face no fine. What do you care? Have you look? Please start going to weddings. You discover that some of the people who are brighting. You now you ask yourself that ah, what at all did the guy see? Hey, I am reminded of the wife of a certain friend of mine. Hey, when I saw the pictures because I couldn't go to the wedding, I opened Facebook and in concern, I think I called you over those. I showed you those pictures. Have you seen what is the answer? Hey! 
When I saw the pictures, my heart stopped. But she had passed through. Look, you will discover that she doesn't care what you think. Because somebody has found her beautiful and has found her worthy and has chosen her and, and, and whether, yeah, so you that you have not been chosen be standing. Yeah. yeah. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So if we understood the greater love of God, I want to believe that there are certain things that will not matter to us at all. Yeah. Like the opinion of your unbeliever friend. It doesn't even matter. After all, the person who matters loves me. Uh-huh. You see, when you were in school and you were like me, the ugly duckling, you know, and then you rather are picked to my... The way you feel good when you see your friends. Hush. I said you thought I was nothing. Now you are standing somebody has chosen me. Come on. It's not a crowd that you... Yeah, square your shoulders and walk well. Yeah. Amen. And so I want to believe that if you really understand the greater love of Jesus Christ, some things will disappear from your life. Tonight I am waging a war on depression using the greater love of Jesus Christ. Yeah. Are you here? Yeah. Because depression is probably the number one sickness of the student. Brought about by a course you couldn't pass. Or even, I mean, some second, the one who broke your heart, some, some lecturer who has meant you. I mean, it's brought about by circumstance. Or I'm saying something wrong. Yeah. For those who have finished um, school, it's brought about by the lack of a job. It brings a certain feeling. Are you seeing it? And sometimes that feeling begins to be overwhelming. And so tonight, I want to give you the best medicine. Best medicine for that. Best medicine. Are you with me so far? Yeah. Because so many things, you see, it is like things are shouting things at you. And then you begin to believe them. Do you know that people who have jobs are also depressed? You are depressed because you are saying you don't have jobs. But go and look at one with a job. You will see that they are depressed. Yeah. Recently I had a friend of mine. She had quit work. She was working in the bank. She quit. And so when they asked, why did you quit? She said, this target that never ends. You see, when you hit your target, the reward for meeting your target is what? Another target. You would have thought that, oh, you have met your target. So now, dear, say you can relax, kakra. Can we not rest more? I mean, they said, bring this. You have brought my brother. Is it not enough? They will now... So you are always running, running, running. Never do they say, oh, well done. You have worked well, so now they are rest. Never. And she just looked at her and said, Charlie, please, I have a life. What is this? And she just decided, look, come with me. I'm out of here. I salute her. Oh, it's true. Some days you must realize that, that there's a reason why it is called the rat race. You are forever chasing the rat. And never catching it. When you finish chasing one rat, they just give you another rat. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so tonight, I want you to see the scripture and begin to let us look into it. Hallelujah. John chapter 15, verses 12 to 14. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Then he now tells us how he's loved us. Greater love hath no man than this 
that a man lay down his life for his friend. You are my friends if you do whatsoever I command you. Amen. Amen. I read it again. This is my commandment. So we are commanded to love one another. It's not an idea of I want to, I don't want to. Amen. Amen. We are commanded to love one another. Then he says, greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. So Jesus laid down his life for us, thereby proving that whatever love we have one for another, his love for us is greater. What's the effect on you? What's the effect on you? How come you are believing that toothless guy who is telling you that you don't have muscles? No, let's be serious. But it's real. It is real. Hey, if I tell you the things people do, I would have shown you some exercise. But fine protocol will not let me do it. Fine protocol. Yeah. I mean, the short ones want to be tall. The tall ones want to be short. Look, look, he said, oh, thin ones want to be fat. Look, the fat ones, the way that, look, the way that we wish that we could say that we have forgotten to eat. How we wish. Oh, how we wish we could say that, oh, I don't want to eat. I don't feel like eating. Then the thin ones are like, I want to eat. Give me something to make me eat. I cannot even fathom the problem. <laughs> Hallelujah. So the first thing I want us to learn tonight is that God has a special kind of love, which is the greatest kind of love in existence. And this is what the Bible says. First John 3, 1 says, Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us. So he has a certain kind of love and he has given it to us. Hey. That we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knoweth us not because it knew him not. The point that I want to look at in the scripture is that we should be called the sons of God. How many of us have ever envied the sons of somebody before? Yeah. You see somebody and you feel that to be called the son of that person. Hey. Recently, our prophet released some sons of the prophet. And we're all looking with green eyes. It's like, hey. Ah. We thought we were all children. What have these ones done to be singled out as sons of the prophet? Or oh, you didn't think about it when you saw it. I will question your love because the rest of us were looking, including old ladies. <laughs> Hallelujah. So to be called, some certain people to be called a son of theirs or a daughter of theirs, it's something to be envied. Something to be desired. Something that we want. And then the Lord, the Bible says that he has given us the kind of love that makes them call us sons of God. Sons of God. Hey, you son of God. Then you are trembling. Calling yourself worse than a grasshopper. You should be gained. Ah. Oh, you didn't see that that's what the children of Israel did. The Lord, they have sent you. Go and look at the land and come. Then you come back with a story. Then you say that, oh, the land, you know, it was very good. It has got grapes. It has got this. It has got this. Then you say, but it was a very evil land. The same land that was good. Oh. You say that it has giants there. Then you say it eats the people who are there. I mean, plenty of contradictions. And, and we were like grasshoppers. And we seemed to them as grasshoppers. How do you know what they think? How do you know what they think? Do you know that many times the problems that you have are because of what you think people are thinking? I thought you were annoyed with me. How do you know what is in my head? 
I thought, I thought what? You have blocked me. <laughs> but if you have blocked me, how will, how will the message go? <laughs> Please turn to your neighbor and say, can you not see that your mind has been troubling you? Yeah. If you will stand in front of the mirror and take the scripture and quote it and say, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon me, put your name there, me joy, that I should be called the Son of God. Suddenly you see that something will begin to enter you. You will stop those your funny things. Hey. I mean, that's how I cured myself when I'm sharing it with you. Yeah. Ephesians 2. I'm reading from verse 4. You know, (laughs) you see, most of the time, you think everybody else is well put together. Is it not true? Everybody else is, everybody is as badly put together as you are. You know, but you, you see people looking up at stars, isn't it? I mean, some of these main names and these. Look at the things they do. That alone should tell you how insecure they are. I mean, something must be loose when a girl goes to sing naked on a stage. Yeah, but she's, she's trying, it's, it's to get something. It's, it's to, to be something and to, to be different and something. Something must be wrong with you. But they do it all the time. Hey, you are very quiet. They do it all the time and then they give it a nice name called fashion and you wear it. <laughs> I mean, necklines used to be here. Then they went here. Then they went here. It's true. It's true. They are wearing the neckline. Isn't it like this? Yeah. This is the neckline. Now the neckline is no longer a neckline. Part of the boobs are showing. They call it fashion and you say it's nice. Somebody's insecurity that they have brought. It's nice to you. Let's be serious. Hmm. Ephesians chapter 2. That's what today's scripture. But God... <laughs> But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ. By grace you are saved. Even when we were dead with sin, he in sin, he made us alive in Christ. That's what that word quickened means. Are you here? And the scripture says that he is rich in mercy. So why don't you make use of the mercy? The mercy is for your mistakes, our mistakes. How many times do you make a mistake? Ah. But they say he is rich in mercy. So let's go and get some mercy. Oh, I don't know how you are reading your Bible. For his great love wherewith he loved us. You know, I've been a pastor for a while and I have some people that when they want to charge on them, I don't allow. I don't allow. Yes, what the person did wasn't right. Yes, this and that. I won't allow. I just say, you don't have anything. Just, this is my sheep. Just leave them. Just be quiet. Hey, the church has become quiet though. Yeah. And this is just a human being. I'm giving you human examples because sometimes we can relate a bit more to it. Are you seeing it? And so they are saying that for his great love. So he is rich in mercy and he has a lot of love for us. And that covers so many things that we do. Hey. Even when you were not looking at him, he was finding a way to reach you. Oh. <laughs> I continue to read scripture. First John 4, 16 and 17. 
And we have known and believed the love that God hath to us. God is love. And he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God and God in him. Herein is our love made perfect that we may have boldness in the day of judgment because as he is, so are we in this world. Oh, just say, because of his love, how he is, that's how he has made you. Hey, turn to your name and say, you, 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 you. <laughs> Look, if you think about how when somebody has done something wrong, we can patch, we are paid, we are waiting for the person to let them pay this, do this, do this. Hey, have you ever, have you ever been sorry that somebody has come to say sorry before? Because you wanted to <laughs> finish the person and the person has come to say sorry and it's paining you. But I have to accept the sorry. It should pain God to accept our sorry. But the Bible says he's rich in mercy. He's rich in mercy. When you come and come crying, saying that something, it's okay. It not be anything. It's okay. Hey, Hallelujah! Are you with me so far? Jeremiah thirty-one verse three. You see, you must begin to let the word of God minister to you and talk to you. The Lord has appeared of old unto me, saying, "Yea, I have loved thee with an everlasting love; therefore, with loving kindness have I drawn thee." I've drawn you to myself because I love you with an everlasting love. Not because of what you have done, how you look, where you are from, what you have, what you don't have, what you did, what you didn't did. <laughs> let, let, it, let it begin to enter you. Are you here? Let it begin to enter, you know, find some place to rest in you. Because it will give you so much confidence. One of the things that Look, everybody feels bad about themselves, believe me. Some of the wildest people in the world is only a cover for how bad they feel about themselves. Yes. And to overcome it, just begin to see who you are in the eyes of God. And it's cool. It's cool. Hey. Are you there? Have you ever been somewhere they are giving you a tough time, then somebody just comes and says, I mean, excuse me. Hey, and you feel so good. That's only a human being. What about when it's God? Allow the word of God to enter. Allow the you see because sometimes you are the way you are because of what you have heard. If you have grown up in a home eh, where every day, stupid, foolish, look at your flat head. That's how you are. Look how ugly you are. You know, after a while, it, it, it gets in there and you kind of believe that it's true. I have met very beautiful people who think that they are very ugly. And it's come from constant. So now you need to let another word begin to come over you. Maybe some of these scriptures, you should read them onto your phone and then just let it be plain. In fact, just let it stop over the phrase, his everlasting love. His rich mercy, the love with which he has loved me. Are you there? So that it begins to erode things that have been said before. Hey. Amen. Hey, I'm preaching. Because this greater love that we are talking about. There is a love of brothers, but the love of Jesus is greater than that. If you see a family of brothers who love themselves, it's very admirable. Oh yes, it's really, really nice. 
the love of brothers. They are brothers who do things for each other. Sometimes the, the scripture says there's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. So sometimes you have a friend who is even closer than a brother, doing a lot of good things for you. And the Bible says that the love of Christ is more than that. It's more than that. It's more than that friend. I have brothers-in-law who have become my brother. You can call. Is it not true? They're your uncles. You can call them. Say that, oh, this. You always get an ear. Always get an audience. Always get some help. Are you there? But the scripture says their love is the love of Jesus. It's more than that. Yeah. Hey. First hmm. Peter chapter 1. Verse 22. Seeing you have purified your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit and to unfeigned love of the brethren, see that you love one another with a pure heart fervently. See that you love one another with a pure heart fervently. So the scripture does expect that brother will love brother, sister will love sister, sister will love brother, brother will love sister. It's not always like that, Moon. And I'm sure all of us have stories about how a brother or a sister has let us down. Yeah. There's a very interesting story Bishop tells here. I hope you don't mind when I read the stories to you. I read them because I feel that it's, a, it's the best storytelling. So let me read the story to you tonight about the kidney donation. One day, there was a prayer meeting at which prayers were offered up for a brother who needed a kidney donation. Those present at the meeting declared their love for the sick brother and their desire for him to continue to live through a kidney donation. How many of you know that you can give away one kidney and live with one? Okay. However, as the prayer meeting went on, it was realized that no one was prepared to donate their kidney, even though that was what they were praying about. Finally, the leader of the prayer meeting decided... <laughs> decided to allow God to choose whose kidney should be donated. So, he took a feather and told the gathering that he was going to throw the feather in the air. And whoever it landed on would have to donate his kidney. Everyone agreed to the process of divine selection. He threw the feather in the air. Up it went and came sm- sailing down amazingly in the direction of the leader himself. <laughs> Suddenly, the leader began to shout and blow at the feather to direct it so that it would not come to him. It was evident that no one was prepared to donate his kidney, <laughs> not even the leader. Yeah. So it is one thing to say I love somebody. It is quite another thing to say I have greater love. What's the definition of greater love? That you give your life for the person. Yeah. But that's the thing that Jesus did. Just that we take it for granted. We don't think about it. But if you would begin to consider and think about it, then you begin to see that, hey, it's really precious. Because at the end of the day, do you know that we are not lovable? Oh, look, tell me, but let's be serious. Put all jokes aside. All jokes aside. How many of us today, we have felt anger? Let me see your hand. Good. <laughs> How many of us today, we have felt lazy? 
even more hands. Yeah. It's real. I'm just showing us how we are. Many things is because we don't say them. But if the thoughts that were in our minds. You'll be talking to the person smiling and saying, oh, hello. <laughs> but in your head. In your head. You are saying something else. Cry. Yeah. Hey, the Lord should forgive us all. He should forgive us. Hey. The love of brethren. Hmm. There is the love of women. But the love of Jesus is greater. Yeah. Hey, don't joke. The love woman, man, matter. Don't joke with it at all. It's a real something. Tell anybody it's a real something. I am distressed for thee, my brother Jonathan. Very pleasant hast thou been unto me. Thy love to me was wonderful, passing the love of women. That's Jonathan speaking to David in 2 Samuel one twenty six. And Jacob loved Rachel and said, I will serve thee seven years for Rachel, thy younger daughter. And Laban said, It is better that I give her to thee than that I should give her to another man. Abide with me. And Jacob served seven years for Rachel. And they seemed unto him but a few days. For the love that he had to her. Hey. The love that of a man with a maid. It's a serious mystery. It's a serious mystery. Are you in the house? It's a serious mystery. <laughs> the Bible says that the seven years it was nothing to him because of how he liked the girl. Look, her father tricked him and gave Jacob the older sister and said, serve another seven years. He served the seven years. For her. That's 14 years for one lady. My God. Hey. It should tell you something. Jacob's love, it was conk, but it was not like the love of Jesus Christ. Wow. And the king loved Esther above all the women. And she obtained grace and favor in his sight, more than all the virgins, so that he set the royal crown upon her head and made her queen instead of Vashti. Listen, the, queen, the king loved Vashti, made her queen, gave her crowns, but his love, it was not equal. It didn't come near the love of Jesus. Are you here? Some people, look, the way you say you love yourself, but you fight all the time. Yeah. You can't even just give once. Just leave the argument once. When you say that love. Then is it life you can give? Hey, you are very quiet. I'm asking you a question. Some of you, I'm looking for a wife. What you are looking for is a servant. It's not a wife. Oh, it's true. If you be allowed to sleep with your servant, you would have just had a servant. It's just as well. Uh, well I shouldn't say it, but it's true. Yeah. Sometimes you just wonder what, 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 is, what is this relationship about? What's this relationship about? Hey. Ajay. Yeah. But not so with Jesus. Jesus doesn't only love us for what. If it was for what we would do, what do we do? What do we do? Even your offering today, he told you to bring your brother half. 
even tithe that he told you, just give me one tenth cry. You are quarreling about it in the newspaper. <laughs> Arguments on Facebook. And won't do. We would all those people. You let them forsake one. They will not. You will see that they will change. <laughs> yeah, it's because they are strong and walking around. Oh, that's why they have mouths like that. Oh, are you in the house? Yeah. So you will see that yes, there is the love between a man and a woman. But honestly, honestly, number one, how long cry does it last? Some of you, you even walking with her, you are looking at another girl. Oh, but it's true. That is why if you are a young lady and you say that it is the man who you are marrying who will make you happy. Please change your mind because you are about to live in everlasting sorrow. Oh, it's true. God did not design us to be made happy by another man who say another. No, 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 no. It's God who makes us happy. And I'm waiting for the man to make me. You are going to be sad. That's what I can tell you. All the things you are reading in the books is not true. All the films is also not true. I am sorry to burst your bubble. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. I am not saying that you won't have a happy mind. I'm saying that what you are, that thing you are looking at, it's not real. It's a lie. And if you bring it into your life, it will bring you sorrow. Yeah. Most men, if you ask them, the night before their wedding or two nights before their wedding, they were so frightened, they almost left. Hey, please, I am a pastor. Please don't stop. It's only that you, the woman, you don't know. And in his fear, is it, you said what? It's true. Mommy, um... Two days to my wedding, I was sleeping in my room, and I asked myself, Hey, this thing I'm going to do, I nearly changed my mind, mommy. And it has nothing to do with his wife. It's just, hey. I, <laughs> is that what? What? Is that what? Oh, crap. Uh, who? He is bound. She is bound, not him. Oh, don't bring yourself. No, but it's usually the men who are more afraid than the women. I remember one day, I was with a certain young man who had come from somewhere. The guy, my husband was eating lunch. He didn't even wait for my husband to finish eating his kinky. He walked up, Bishop, I've changed my mind. He said, Reverend, I've changed my mind. I won't marry. Two weeks to the wedding. Two weeks. My husband stopped eating. I remember that the kinky died on his hands. And he finished the guy as he was standing there. So that you think his feelings we used to marry. We, you, you, I've just decided that this is what I'm going to do. I found a, a nice lady. I'm a nice man. And I have decided that I'm settling with her. Hey, that's it. Feelings. You want to follow feelings? Ah! You are following feelings. What about Amba? Feelings. You want to follow feelings? This morning you are happy, so all is well. Tomorrow morning you are not happy, so all is not well. You want to follow that? It's madness that will, will do you. Have you, you just sit down somewhere and watch a mad person. <laughs> there's, there's nothing happening. A few minutes later, in the middle of the <laughs> That's what it means to, to follow feelings. Feelings. Feels like crying is crying. 
Then suddenly he wake up. Nothing is chasing him. He's running. <laughs> he wants to follow feelings in this world. Oh, feelings are never to be followed. No, 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 no. No. You like the person. It's true. But it is a decision that you make. Yeah. It's a decision. And that, that is why when you see a man walking with one woman, it's a decision he has made. It's just a decision. He's just decided that I have decided to follow Jesus. I'm staying one man, one wife. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Amen. It's not for lack of eyes. It's not for any of those things. It's not because you are the most beautiful girl on earth. And if he says you are, don't believe him. He's telling lies. And Wait. How can you be the most beautiful girl on earth? You yourself now, when you stand in front of the mirror, how is it possible? He's only saying it because he knows that's what you want to hear. Oh, but it's true. And it <laughs> but he has decided that he likes you and he's going to settle down with you. Yeah, and have a home. And that he, he, he wants you to be his wife. That's all. Yeah, I've, I've fixed my eyes. That's all. Yeah. The Bible says that Job made a pact with his eyes. I just won't look. Why would he make a pact with his eyes? Because he knew that if he didn't tell his eyes, don't look. The eyes will look. So Job spoke to his eyes. He said, listen, we, we are not into everything. We are not into this. Yeah. Don't look. Yeah, don't look. Hey, he didn't want trouble. Hallelujah. Amen. So young ladies, you to start to use a little something in your, yes, in your, in your decisions. If I, I would say start to follow your spirit. Start to follow your spirit. And this is the person God has for me. You'll be very happy. If you follow that to your list, 12 things you want in a man, it will not. Most of the time, there's no spiritual quality in it even. It's true. Hair on the chest, six pack, broad shoulders, what? Six feet tall. I mean, nonsense and <laughs> a lot of nonsense. <laughs> Uh, has your husband not changed since you married him? Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. But I'm saying to you that as strong as that kind of love can be, it doesn't even begin to come close to the love that Jesus had for us. And the Bible says that of you, that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. You better believe it. So instead of waiting for somebody else to pay you the compliment, stand in front of the mirror yourself tomorrow morning and say, thank you, Lord. I thank you. I'm exactly as I ought to be and that I am fearfully and wonderfully made. You begin to see that you will not believe a lot of funny things. Hey. Amen. Are you in the house? Yeah. And say good things to each other. Are you here? Brothers, tell the sisters they are beautiful so that when a foolish boy tells them, it won't matter. No, no, I'm very serious about what I'm saying. I'm very serious about what I'm saying. You see, you may think I am joking. When a person, quiet, quiet. When a person grows up without any affirmation, without any kind words, they fall for the first person who comes to say something nice. Are you with me? Yeah. So when you have heard something from somebody who doesn't have any designs on you, yeah, it satisfies something. It satisfies something. 
I have always told my sons good things. Always. And I remember the day my first son came back and laughed. He said, Mommy, this thing you said, it happened. I used to tell them that you are, you, are, you are great guys, good looking guys, you are good guys, you are nice. And then he said one day, a young lady came to him and said, has anybody ever told you that you are good looking? He said, oh sure. <laughs> oh, you don't get that, but before you come and start listening and, that, and, 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 and trouble, yeah. I used to say that, let me say good things. And I used to tell them so that the day that somebody comes and says, your, your bank is not empty yeah, for you to fall. So I used to say, Charlie, I'll tell this one, you are my best last born. Me, I'm the only one, the only last born. But, <laughs> yeah. Say, oh, you are, my, you are my favorite middle son. Me, the middle is only one. <laughs> but it is something that you are saying. The person has heard the words before. So that when some random passing object says it, you will not just humble. Yeah. So let us say good things. That's why the Bible says that the brethren, we should love each other. It is also a protection. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. It's also a protection. When I come and I tell you, actually, you're going to do well. It's not the first time you are hearing that you're going to do well. So when Jezebel is passing and she says, you're going to do well, you're not so hungry that you collect egg. Hey, the one that has danger in it. Hey, Hallelujah. And so I'm saying to you that open these words in the Bible and read them to yourself and let them enter your spirit. Because when they enter there, they begin to sort out a lot of things. Young lady, the reason why you believe the guy is that nobody has ever told you that you are nice. That's all. That's all. Are you seeing? But when you have heard, oh, that's a very nice, you're a very nice girl. Thank you so much. Thanks so much. You are very kind. Then when this funny person comes, you are not so... Yeah. And when you accept that Jesus has loved you with the maximum love that can be found, and you receive it. Are you here? Because he has already loved us all. But what I'm trying to do is to awaken us and to bring an awareness so that you are walking in an awareness of that love. Because what happens when two people fall in love freshly is that there's an awareness of the love. Uh-huh. When you leave them over time, they go and make it familiar, familiar. But if you, uh-huh, but if you remain aware of it, you'll see that it will always have an influence on you. Uh-huh. It will always have an influence. It will always have an influence on you. So make yourself aware of the, of the love of God. Are you with me? And when you do, you will suddenly discover that you lose a whole lot of your... Um, is the word an inferiority complex? Because I don't know what... It sounds a bit strong. But those funny feelings and those, you know, have got enough to go and buy Brazilian hair when you don't have money. I mean, Why? The truth is because you feel it to make you make you feel better. But quite frankly, it won't make any difference. Uh, you'll be excited for one hour. By tomorrow morning, you have even forgotten that it's Brazilian. Yeah. Just do something nice. Turn to your neighbor and say, it's not by your hair. Yeah. Wow. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. If 
if the love we have for each other was the ultimate, then when one person's spouse dies, the person should never marry again. I said, they marry again. They marry again. So you cannot say that that is the peak. Hallelujah. I'm ending on this one. There is the love of a nation, but the love of Jesus is far greater. Those of us who don't love our nations is because of poverty. We are running away to somewhere. But the truth is, when you are somewhere and somebody says, all Guineans are like this, the way that you get bored. All Nigerians are like that. You'll be so bored with it and so angry. There is a love for your nation there. Ghanaians, we should love our nation more. That's my only problem with us. Hey, we are quiet again. I, I prophesy to you that you will travel west coast. I'm not talking about abroad. The west coast of, the west coast of Africa, travel. When you travel, you will come back with the healthy respect of your country. Healthy. Healthy. What I'm saying, is it true or is it not true? Please, all of you, before uh, Kojo goes back to Madagascar, it's not West Coast, but it's still Africa. Chat with him and see. Chat where he is. Ghana is London. Accra is London. You can't believe what I'm saying. I said where he is. Where he is. How Ghana was, I think, in the 70s when I was a child. That's how where he is. is. The only thing is that nature is far nicer. Uh-huh. Nature is far nicer. But apart from that, everything is like Ghana in the 70s. There is no road. You cannot travel from the capital to anywhere else on road. You have to fly. You cannot go by road. Can you go by road? Sometimes when one of them is sick and then they say, oh, this. Then we say, okay, go and look for this medicine. The medicine is not there. The one that is there is the type we're taking. Oh, it's true. Yeah. You have to travel small. You will like your nation. All our sins and woes in addition, you will like all. (laughs) Hallelujah. Are you in the house? But tonight, I'm just making a case for the greater love of Jesus Christ. If you want to know the value of something, look at the cost. What was paid for it? It will tell you the value. Are you here? It will tell you the value. Usually, I show people two rings that I have. One is correct, the other one is imitation. And I ask them, Tell the difference. They can't tell the difference. But if I told you the prices, then you would tell, you know the difference. Gold ring and copper ring, is there a difference? Yes. So, one has value, the other doesn't. One, if it falls in the gutter, I will not chase it. The other one, if it falls in the gutter, hey, let's be serious. <laughs> we will stop right now and do <laughs> this gutter. We will, we will dredge it. We will remove what's inside. I'm ending with a story. One day, my brother-in-law had given his daughters, you see this little earring that little girls wear? He had bought gold earrings and given it to them. And they were going swimming with some cousins of theirs. And he told his daughters that, don't go into the pool. Don't go into the pool. Why? As soon as his back was turned, what do you think they did? They entered into the pool and had a good time with their brothers. Time came and daddy has come to collect them. And one earring. He said, 
all of you to the bottom of that pool. <laughs> Don't come back. We are not leaving here until you find. Uh, please, if we had gone to KJT and bought 15 CDs here. So why was he now saying that they should, I mean, we are not leaving. He actually ordered on them back into the pool to go down there. What I'm saying, is it true or is it not true? They should go down there and look for it. Why? The value. The value. That was only gold bought with money. The highest price of anything on earth is blood. Yes. The highest price on anything is blood. That is why even in the kingdom of the devil, when some people, when they've done a blood covenant to break it, it takes something. It takes something. Two people following whatever, whatever, then they go and do a blood covenant. You won't just stand here like that and say, oh, <laughs> I break it in the... <laughs> because blood, blood is the highest price. Blood is the highest price. Blood is higher than money. That's why you can steal money and be put in jail. But before man became so civilized, you kill a human being, it's a life for a life. Yeah. Death, I mean, it's like, no, 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 we cannot, there are no years, that will be enough. So we'll allow you to live. You can be arguing your case, arguing your case, arguing your case, but when you don't win, we will actually take your life for a life because the only thing that can pay for blood is blood. And Jesus paid for you. With his blood. He paid for you with his blood. How great indeed your value must be. The next time the devil comes whispering some of those things, say, hey, 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 don't even start. Hold it. Yeah. There's a song like that. We've been purchased with the precious. Blood of Jesus Christ. All oh, my debts were paid by his sacrifice. Hey. Hey. You don't know the song, I show My own. I was bought with a price. I was purchased with a precious blood of with a price. What was paid for you shows you your value. From today, don't listen to the devil again. Are you here? When he comes calling and he comes telling you that because you failed an exam, you have no value. Remind him that I may have failed the paper, but that has not affected my value. The fact that you are taking gold and wrapped it in newspaper has not changed the value of the gold. You may have made a mistake or two. And the next time he comes, you know how he can use our mistakes against us. To say that, hey, you, you somewhere, eh? The price that was paid for me was the maximum price. I must really have maximum value. Walking the 
said, because there's nothing in your pocket, you feel worthless. Oh. The fact that the gold has been put on the ground does not mean that it doesn't have value. There may be nothing in your pocket, but your value is the blood of Jesus Christ. That's what we prayed for you, no less. Tonight, I want you to allow the blood of Jesus and the greater love of Jesus Christ to wash away those Out again, and when the doubts come, remind you be with the precious blood of Jesus
join us. Let us pray. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me. Thank you for shedding your blood for me. Thank you for buying me at such a high price. Tonight I give you my life. You are my savior. Thank you for loving me. And so I love you also. In Jesus name. Amen. Father I thank you for your children. I pray for them that your hand will be heavy upon their lives. Let them see your love. Feel your love. And be so sure of it that nothing will ever shake them from there. In Jesus name. Amen.